Hello, friends. Kirk Henderson and Josh Bow here once again. Very much uh, deja vu. <laughs> the Dallas Mavericks uh, were beat by the Portland Trailblazers this time on Sunday night, this time to the tune of 140 to 123, which is the exact same point differential that they lost to the Blazers last night. Josh, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing okay. Uh, I remember when we uh, ended things last night with our podcast, you were like, we might only record a five-minute podcast Sunday night. And I'm going to be honest, I don't (laughs) – maybe for the first time ever, we're going to be as brief as we say because I don't – I don't know, man. Like the thing that happened happened, Uh, you know, Mm. obviously there's like a couple of things that was, was nice about this game, but I mean, what are you going to say with the Mavericks missing all their players uh, and the Blazers not, you know, I don't know. There's, I don't know what insightful things that we can say uh, about a game like this. Well, we got to address a little bit of the elephant in the room that, you know, Tim Hardaway missed time after yep. um, needlessly being in the game and kid nearly did it again tonight by keeping Spencer and whichever other players were still alive by the fourth quarter tonight in the game. Um, the Mavericks made it a pretty valiant effort, I think is one thing I want to sure. say. And it was really pretty close right up until a player who I just... I just can't stand watching Theo Pinson play basketball. Um, <laughs> commit a a like reckless foul, and then bitched about it, and then got a technical, and then the game was basically over. Like it went from being like a six to eight point game to being like a fifteen point game in like a blink of an eye. So, I mean the the the, the feel of it, you know, was okay. We're gonna see what we can do. And, you know, like Christian Wood goes out and puts up a a very, I'm just going to politely refer to it as an old school Christian Wood performance, uh, 23 points on 22 shots, 16 mm-hmm. rebounds, uh, really bad shooting from the outside, which was weird. And then, you know, kind of your standard three to, you know, what the hell was that kind of turnovers. Um, Reggie Bullock came back down to earth, 10 points, did hit two threes, but, you know, nothing near as incandescent as last night. Um, Spencer Dinwiddie, you know, if if there's something positive that I would like hope to take out of this this the last three games the Mavericks have played is hopefully Spencer Dinwiddie has remembered that he can and should draw fouls. Yeah. Um, he got to the line 14 times tonight, which was which was pretty nice. Had nine assists, somehow had no rebounds, which is pretty remarkable. Um, Frank Nilkina got the start. You know, Theo Penson got in the game before um, Jaden Hardy, but like if there's one thing that that I'm sure we're gonna have to hear about at length is the Jaden Hardy uh experience and and you know I think I've made my feelings about what he means fairly clear but if you're just looking at his performance in a nutshell 27 minutes 25 points attacked the rim really well I got some texts from some of my Portland friends that thought he looked really good uh and you know it's it's always interesting whenever somebody from another team has that to say about a player because it's you know we're so in the mix and uh, it was it was it's it's nice to it's nice to see um i i am i like you am rather overhearing about how he's a first round talent the mavericks selected in the second round if that's the case jason kidd needs to play him before he plays theo penson just a thought um 
But, you know, it's it's not – you're right. There, there's not a ton to take away from this game. I mean, I really do want to be egregiously petty, but I think we might hold on that little <laughs> remark for a few minutes because I did the same thing last night. And I, it's like, it's like, how much do you want to hear Kirk kill a guy, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, everyone that was addressed played except for one player. And uh, you can – we all know – we, we can probably just leave it at the that. $20 million dollar man, JaVale McGee. <laughs> Congratulations, the guy that was brought in to help shore up rebounding and defense couldn't play a game in which the Mavericks played every possible player on the roster except him. <laughs> on the second out of back-to-back. On the, yes, yeah. And, where, he, and uh, he didn't play the night before. Davis Bertans <laughs> barely uh, played. Got, got minutes at center. Yeah, well, McGee did play, you know, I mean, he did play like eight minutes last night, so. Yeah, he's probably he, tired. Yeah, this is a rest day. Just agree, like. <laughs> It's just a like like it's such a built-in like the excuse that I agree with is that it's like this is a built-in process where this many guys hurt I wasn't going to be mad about anything. The fact that they kept it close was actually really cool. They had I thought a that lead was, for a hot second in the third quarter. Yeah, yeah, and you know Dame Lillard is just a foul merchant. Like beyond yes. like I. I don't want to bitch about him getting fouls because Luca gets a ton of them, but it's like the kind of touch fouls he gets make it's just not really fun to watch because he it's not the it's nobody's fault but his that he's 160 pounds. It's like you know a stiff breeze hits him and he just goes flying. It's like I, I appreciate how relentless he is, but it's also like all right, you know if you're you shouldn't call the game based on size. You should call the game, you know, based on what's happening. But. <sighs> Yeah, I mean the defense is just there's there's nothing Dallas can do. I mean that seven yeah. out of eight quarters in, in this in this two game series they gave up thirty points, and in the one they didn't they gave up twenty eight. Yeah. So I mean, it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the best you could do this game is just you know wow Hardy scored you know when was when was the last time a Mavericks rookie scored ooh, besides Brunson besides Luka. or Luca <laughs> Luca and Brunson when was the last mm-hmm. rookie that scored. 25 points uh, yeah, probably probably dennis but yeah. yeah oh yeah duh god i know poor dennis. i'm so i'm we... so stuck in my like two like 2017 pre, like, <laughs> dojo dominic yes. jones with yeah. <laughs> they went back in the Just day thinking, thinking every mavericks pick is jared cunningham I'm sorry. it's uh, late i can have a back-to-back either way still uh it's nice yeah that yeah. he was able you know like i think you kind of you kind of summed it perfectly it was like it's not it's not great if he has to play huge minutes, like in terms of like, hey, we need you to win these minutes, um, because you know the Mavericks got scored on a lot while he was on the floor. Obviously, not all his fault, but it's just tough for him. But yep, if he's gonna play, show something, and he's showing something. And it's, uh, I think the funniest thing is probably related to what your Portland friend said. Is he just the talent he has is just hilarious compared to like him just being around his teammates like i think he just stands out so much more specifically on this roster because it's literally a roster of guys that just can't dribble and chew gum at the same time i bitch about this argument all the time i i hate what i'm about to say i hate Uh what i'm about to say but he is the kind of um, archetypal definition of a hooper where you know it when you see it he plays with confidence. He plays with force. He knows what he's supposed to do. Generally speaking, 
He's not been forced into a particular mold where he's afraid to try stuff. That's what's nice. I don't know where that goes, but it compared to the rest of the roster, it is very evident. That's true. Yeah, especially like when you see him in his rookie minutes compared to like when we saw Josh Green in his rookie minutes. Like there's just, you know, nothing against Josh Green. Uh, It's just more like you can just kind of tell from a talent perspective. There's there's something a little different here and we'll we'll see what happens and it's just if well, if, you, if nothing if, else at least it's getting us through these freaking these war criminal games that the Mavericks are playing because of all these very injuries. it's very December very December 2021 uh which was you know when when everybody had COVID except for Jalen yeah. um and where <laughs> Jalen started to make all his money I mean that's it's what the stretch feels like I mean let me go check the standings because I'm curious um Followed Mavericks. up a seven-game win streak by going. Well, I mean, they're they're still fifth, five. but there's yeah. there's just a they if if they want to hold tight, they have to figure out like this going one and five in this in this um, road trip, not good, not good, no, no. not unexpected entirely, particularly with the injuries because I I wrote last night how the wheels were kind of just projected to fall off and the fact that they didn't for this long is actually pretty 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 interesting yeah. um the games that really hurt are is you know sitting luca in that oklahoma city game um mm-hmm. which i guess is great foresight because just imagine the minutes load if he's if you played that game so i mean right. I, I don't know but that's a game that you're like you know don't drop that one and then the yep. clippers game because the clippers were a mess and the mavericks should have should have won that game i think uh like you know, we were we ragged on the coaching a lot for that, um, and then after that, I you know, once they played the you know we we said it after the we said it last night once they played that double overtime game, they kind of punted these two Portland like that kind of threw everything out of whack for these two Portland games. So it was just hard to have any reasonable expectations after Luca plays fifty three minutes, Spencer plays yep. forty five. You know, like it's just. You know, it's just they're they're human beings, man. Like, I mean, I will say, I, players where you can adjust the sliders on their energy level. You know, I I will say, like, I I this is a minor thing, but it, it there are just these lots of little instances of minor things that become a bigger thing where it makes you wonder if they thought Wood would have a chance to play on the second night of the back the back back to back, why they why they played everybody so much in the first game of the back-to-back. And, and I, yes, this is a kid coaching criticism. Sorry. News at 11. Like um, save every, save everyone for this game. And yeah. On Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Instead they, 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 you know, they, they, they think they can split. They think there's come on, you know, they're not good enough to split yeah. shit. Like, so it's like they that's, lost that's both. What they think. That's what they think. Yeah. You know, <gasps> <laughs> It's just like little, little stuff here and there. Kirk Christian Wood is the second best player Luca has ever played with in the NBA. Come on, I swear to God, get the split. I swear to God, <laughs> if Wood's agent sends me that again, I'm going to go. I'm going to write about it and I'm going to put it in an art because it's just like I like Christian Wood. This feels like the same sort of stuff that that Cuban and company did to everybody all summer. It's like, well, Frank Nilakina is the third point guard. Like, don't pee on my leg and tell me it's raining. He's good. I like him. I want to really like him. I also want him to have a big game in a win 
against a team with a legitimate size guy. Is that too much to ask? Might be. Might be. <laughs> I mean, the West is so bad, maybe there isn't such thing, and I'm just completely full of shit on my end. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, this five-game, uh, they got a nice little four-game homestand here. and Yeah. Hey, he's got Atlanta. Two early games. games. Look at that. Yeah. Wow. And they're both at home. Man. Three or, oh, shit, four games in a row that started 7.30 or earlier. This wow. is beautiful. Yeah. We did it. We made it through. We did well. Now they still like, got to play the Kings, and like I you know, go look, scroll down into like right before the All Star break. God, oh, I know. Be, There's another West coast. coast. There's another West Coast road trip in less than a month. Like oh I, I can God. see it. Look at that. <laughs> I'm Utah, looking at the schedule. Utah Clippers to Sacramento. Yeah. Well, I uh, you know interesting <laughs> night overall. I I do think it's at least worth acknowledging that um, both of us missed elements of this game because we were watching parts of the last of us and um i'm sorry guys this is I, i'm it's you know last of us or what it, uh, i'm just gonna say this guys go watch go watch it get you get yeah. yourself some hbo max yeah sure. <sighs> all right well up. we'll be back um i'll probably so we get two days off from games i'll probably be yep. putting together some money well minutes those of you who have mav stuff that you think's worth passing along let me know i like sharing stuff um Check out the site. Once again, we had just just our, our contributors just continue to pour stuff in, which is so wonderful because this is the dead time. Like if there's like trade rumors, nothing else to talk about. Um, and because those the trade rumors really don't heat up for another two weeks. Like I, I'm just I'm really I'm really delighted by the things that the people are writing for the site. So, um, yeah, let's uh, let's do this again on Wednesday. It looks like everybody have a great start to your week. This has been Kirk Henderson and Josh Bo. Thanks for hanging out.